Okay, I wanted to first tell you, like, congrats on your six-month anniversary of Just Because being released. It's really Aww, great, you guys. Oh, thanks. Yeah, because it's released in March. I did the math. You know, college. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, I guess the first question you probably get a lot, though, what is the meaning behind the name The Bell Brigade? Oh, yeah, um, that is a, actually a lyric from an old song that we had, and um, it was kind of about a bunch of kids dressing in drag and, and, like, starting a revolution, pretty much. So that's what it's about. Is that kind of what you want your music to do, is start Why a revolution? Not? <laughs> Why not? That's not really our intention, but if it does, and if it's a revolution based in love and positivity, then definitely. So you guys have toured with Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, Katie Lang, Dawes. Who was the most fun, and then who was like the most inspirational, like lyrically and musically? Oh, well, they've all been really fun. We had a really great time with uh, Dawes and Blitz and Trapper, that was a really fun tour, and Katie Lang and her band were just like the best people. They were just such nice people, and and so fun to be around. And you know, we get to play in Ray LaMontagne's band, so that's a really fun tour. But really, I mean, it, each one is kind of a you know, it's it's such a different experience being around all the different types of music and bands. So they all have their awesome moments. This question is for Ethan. Is it true that your strongest influence musically is Paul Simon? One of them, yeah. At certain points in, in my life, definitely my strongest influence. Um, a couple of years ago, I mean, that's, that, that's what I would have said. And still, I mean, he, he will, he'll always be one of my favorite songwriters, absolutely. Then who are you feeling right now, then? I'm liking a lot of people. I mean, I, I, I also always love Peter Gabriel. I, I'm really liking James Blake right now. There's just so many, you know. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of always checking out new stuff. But yeah, I, the, right lately, I've been really loving James Blake. Because you guys, I was reading um, online, and I saw some stuff about how you guys are being compared to like the Everly Brothers and Fleetwood Mac and Simon and Garfunkel and the Beatles. How does that, how does that feel to be compared to some of the greatest? Pretty. It's it's awesome. I mean, it's really. Very flattering and and really cool to be compared to people that we've loved for so long. Without embarrassing each other, could you tell me a story uh, about growing up with each other? Ooh, without embarrassing? Are you sure? Ah, uh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, any any particular um subject you want to hear about? No, I'll let you guys take the wheel. Well, Ethan is like an avid amateur magician and so when he was like seven or eight he started practicing magic very very seriously and heavily and he's actually kind of begun to do it again in the past couple of years but he was like practicing you know from eight to how how when did you when did you start tapering down i kind of stopped when i was like 12 i think yeah so from eight to 12 which is like you know that's like 50 years for a kid. <laughs> he he um, practiced like for hours and hours and hours every day, and he got really, really, really good. And the story, I guess, is that he was so um, in love and protective of his, of his <laughs> magic supplies that, um, <laughs> that, 
that when he would, our, our, you know, our parents were divorced, so we would have to kind of like go back and forth between their house every couple weeks. So Ethan would have to bring all of his magic supplies, his magic kit. And when he would bring his magic kit in the car, so in love with it that he had to put the seatbelt on it. So it was like his child. Yeah, totally. I would do it. I would do it again. <laughs> I gotta keep it safe. You gotta keep. You know, you gotta keep your gear safe. It's like you know, the seatbelt was like the road case of yeah. the uh, of the magic kit. You know. Did you think you were going to be a professional magician? Definitely, yeah. I mean, once I, once, I that 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 will happen some at some point in my life where at least I'll do, I'll attempt one professional show. Are you going to have Barbara be your uh, your wingman? Sidekick? Yeah, your sidekick, yeah. your sideshow. Totally. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be great. I'm going to wear a cape, and I'm going to do whatever he tells me to do, and it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to rub on his coattails, literally. <laughs> so what about a story about Barbara? Okay. Um, I don't. I, it's hard to think of one off the top of my head. Oh, you went, we had like a little gate at our house, and, and you know, Bar- Barbara was maybe like 12 or 13, and I was, I was really young, and... Uh, she used to kind of like, like it would, as it was closing, she would like wait and like try to like, you know, jump through it right when it was like almost closed. And one time we went home and after a walk or something and she went in and she got totally stuck in the gate and it freaked me out because I thought that the gate was like going to totally crush her. Thank God she was okay. But um, yeah, she almost <laughs> got stuck in a gate. <laughs> and I do remember that it really hurt. Yeah, it sucked. This question is for Barbara. Would you say that you guys are kind of different? Because when I'm listening to, like, the lyrics of your songs and comparing, like, to who's on lead vocals, Ethan takes on this, like, hopeless romantic with songs like Sweet Louise and Shirt. And you take on this, like, independent woman with songs like Rusted Wheel or Not the One. What do you guys think of that? Um, well, to answer your first question, yeah, we're we're completely different people. But I would say that we, you know, just because you know, just because you hear something in a song doesn't mean that you're it defines who you are. But um, I would say, yeah, in those in those songs, I I do come off as an independent woman, and there's parts of me that are that, and there's also parts of me that are hopeless romantic, and there's parts of Ethan that I'm sure are... I'm an independent woman. Ethan's completely an independent woman. I'm actually... I'm the most independent woman you'll ever meet. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're we're totally different. We have have some... um, We have similar qualities because uh, uh, we grew up together and and we're human beings and human beings have a lot of similar qualities. And yeah, totally. But thank you for... Thank you for noticing that, um, thank you for noticing those, those things. Yeah, I picked apart, like, every song. I had to narrow down some of the questions that I had for, like, the meaning behind each song. Can you explain the story behind your song, Metropolis? Yeah, um, there's no real story. That, uh, that song just kind of came from, you know, living, living in L.A., and, but, I mean, it can really kind of be about living in any major city and just and especially now just where 
you know, the, we're also connected by the Internet and all the different kinds of social media where whatever you're doing, it's so easy to kind of, like, be out there and be vulnerable and just kind of, like, dealing with all the connectivity that happens in life now. Um, currently, college radio is in a state of flux between universities selling off their FCC license to the rise of internet radio. Um, how has college radio influenced the Bell Brigade? Mm. Well, I have to say neither of us are college graduates. I think that it's, it's influenced, I'm sure it's influenced our music just because, you know, being a, a younger person and, like, keeping up with what was happening in, in, the, in, the, in the now is basically college radio's doing and college radio's influence on even the mainstream radio stations. I would say, like, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, like, all of the cool underground stuff that eventually became, you know, the mainstream stuff started with college radio. And so it influenced us as, you know, musicians and people. But in terms of, like, specifically how it's influenced our music, I couldn't tell you. Thank you. What is the message that you want your fans to learn from your music? I don't, I, we, there's not like an, a, a, we, we don't want them to learn anything. We just want them to enjoy it and hopefully find something in it that resonates within them individually and they can feel like it's their own. And then what's next for you guys? Well, we're going on a, on a, on about an eight week tour and, um, we're we're going out with a couple of different people. We're playing. We're going on a tour with the Head and the Heart for a couple of weeks. Um, a couple of shows with Jenny Lewis, and then another leg of touring with Ray LaMontagne. And so we're we just have a busy next couple months of of touring and traveling across the U.S. and and all of the dates and stuff on our website. Do you guys write while you're on the road, or do you wait until you get back to like a studio to write? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. Whatever you're feeling. Yeah.